0: Taika Moe! Taika Moe! Pull them up against the wall and shudder! Show the tone! Watch and fall! Come on boys, Taika Moe! Taika Moe! Taika Moe! Pull them up against the wall and shudder! Show the tone! Watch and fall! Come on boys, Taika Moe! Taika Good evening
1: slash afternoon slash whenever you are listening to this Ladies and gentlemen, this is Red and Blue Hate Yellow. I am your host. With me, as always, is Sean McGovern.
0: His name, by the way, is Noah Hotel.
1: I was going to get to that after you introduced You're me. too damn late, boy! Anyway. We are affiliated with the Soccer Desk Network, as you know. Well, not the Soccer Desk Network anymore. It's just moved back to the Soccer Desk. Unfortunately, some stuff with the network did not work out. Um, but we're still affiliated with the Soccer Desk website, uh, where you can get up to... Um, pretty current news uh, regarding U.S. Men's National Team slash Philadelphia uh, Union Soccer uh, slash actually quite a bit of stuff. So um, make sure you check the soccerdesk.com out and uh, all the great articles that are being written there. And their wonderful podcast, which is still up and running. So, Sean. yo, yep. I'm disappointed in you.
0: What did I do this time?
1: I met a whole bunch of Philly people on Saturday, or Sunday, up for my neck of the woods for, you know, U.S. Men's National Team friendly against Turkey, and there was one Philadelphian who was conspicuously
0: missing. Yeah, that's because that one Philadelphian is about three weeks late on two deadlines for the other side projects, and... Literally, Deadlines coming. Uh, yeah, I realize that. That's actually a big fucking problem for me. Uh, and I'm actually like, as soon as this is done, I'm finishing editing a video that is the only thing that is on on task right now. It's due tomorrow Deadlines at come one a.m. And,
1: and U.S. men's friendlies before World Cups are once every four years.
0: <laughs> you know, I I love you the fact it. that it's you, you the club before country guy. Mm -hmm. Who, by the way, uh, can we all take a moment and tweet out happy belated birthdays to mine host over here?
1: You already tweeted it out. I got all the happy birthdays I needed.
0: Yeah, like what, two?
1: Uh, well, if you're counting Facebook, it's a shit ton more of that. But no, there was more than that, because a couple of people made sure that they let everybody know that it was my birthday. Yeah, so thank you,
0: minions! But, um... No, unfortunately, and I had tickets offered to me, too. That was the worst part. I know. Believe me, somebody ratted you out rather quickly. Oh, really? I can't, I can't May imagine who. The second thing he said to me. <laughs> well, I feel, I feel atrocious now because I, I still don't get to meet your fiance until uh, her title changes.
1: Yeah. Other than that, you know. That actually got brought up, too, that your, your brother has actually was the first McGovern to meet my fiancée. I'm just gonna let that sink in. Hey, now you know hang what? Hang Go fuck yourself.
0: Chamber. Because, uh. <laughs> because two weeks back, I was at a wedding. The first wedding of the season. And I <laughs> drank too much and danced with beautiful women. So I'm expecting more of the same at yours. But, uh, yeah, so. Fuck, I am so far behind, I'm looking at my calendar right now. Oh, God. It's like there's just a red line through May coming into June that just says, You're boned. I literally wrote, You're boned. Yep. Fuck me, Freddie. Okay.
1: Let's talk about the U.S. Men's National Team game first, because I was there. It was a lot of fun. Um, There was some quality on the field. Uh, There was some not-so-hot quality on the field that felt like the U.S. Men's backline line. It needs to find its shape kind of quickly, because better teams are going to punish us for some of the stuff that we got away with against Turkey. Um, but some quality play, too. The guys looked like they were having fun. Dempsey's nutmeg in the first first half. We were sitting on that. And I knew it was good from where we were sitting. You know, watching it happen, I was like, oh, that's a, that's a nice move. It was super nice when I got home and got to watch the replay. Like, oh, my God. The skill behind that, and then uh, you know, oh, it was just it was it was a blast. Met guys from all over the place, all over the place. And everybody was pretty much just drunk and all USA'd up. It was it was it was pretty fun, pretty fun. Somebody had to watch from home. It's cool. We understand. Cough, cough, we'll cough. We'll forgive cough. him. You didn't watch no, it, did. did you? No, oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say you better at least watch it. Um, I am still a club before country guy. I like rooting for my country when
0: I can. That's but, fine, uh, you Separatist bastard. Well,
1: whatever. I get to work, I get to root for my club a whole lot more than I do my country, so... That's just, Have fun with that,
0: Tumblers. Go to town.
1: who's <laughs> so nice 2-1 victory for the U.S. Uh, good spirits, everybody, all around. Two wins in the uh, send-off series of three games. And hopefully the later in the week we can get a win against Nigeria and go down to, you know, Brazil properly, you know, with a little bit of winning winning feeling in our belt, and hopefully we don't get demolished out of our group too badly, considering we are playing Germany and Portugal and Ghana. Yeah. So, other than that, I don't know. I don't know. All right, so let's, uh, you got anything to add to that?
0: Uh, No, you pretty much covered it all. I mean, because, uh, well, tonight is actually Mexico versus Bosnia-Herzegovina. If you guys want to watch that.
1: On uh, Unimas, Unimas. 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 I always like, watching again. I will not be watching oh, dude, that. Oh, Greece versus Nigeria, there, there too, is... if you
0: want to see the upcoming competition we got.
1: For Nigeria? Do yeah. uh, you mean, yeah, I guess. It's a friendly. I don't know. It's weird with friendlies. Like, you're, you're never really quite sure how that is going to pan out in friendlies. Especially, you know, I don't know. Um... I like watching teams that we might actually have to, you know, that we're actually probably going to have to play at, against in uh, the actual World Cup competition. If you get the opportunity to watch Germany play a friendly or Portugal or you know, Portugal has a friendly upcoming here shortly, I think. They're playing against in somebody in D.C. Portugal. I cannot remember who. That's going to bug me. Uh, they uh,
0: got Mexico on Friday. Is that the game you're referring to?
1: Yeah, that might be the one that's in uh DC. I thought they had one before that, but no. That's probably it. So, um another news. The CONCACAF Champions League draw was announced last night. And the Red Bulls have it looks like we are going to have Honduras's um winner. Um I cannot think of their name right now. We're gonna have to look that up, and I apologize. Honduras played against. And we will what? have
0: uh, the Israeli team.
1: No, 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 no. I meant Concacaf Champions. League. I'm talking club oh, soccer now. So, I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> um
0: Switch gears. Okay, we're back. We're back.
1: Yeah, it, it was kind of a rough switch, and I apologize for that. It happens. Um, Throw the
0: papers away. We
1: yeah, we have to play whoever won the Honduran league, and I, uh, I just saw it sometime today, and. I cannot find it again. That, and I feel like crap because of it. Um, Oh, wait, there it is. So, we have the, it's Club Deportivo Futbolistas Asociadas Santanecos. CDFAS. And it was uh, El Salvador. They're based in Santa Ana, El Salvador. So, it's El Salvador's champion. I was even wrong about that. I thought it was Honduras. The Honduran champion. And then we will face whoever wins the Toronto-Montreal-Canadian Cup. They will be placed in our our
0: group stage. Okay, just just to keep with the whole confusion of this episode that we're having, because, you know, we take a week off and we suddenly suck again. For a second, I honestly thought it was going to be uh, TFC versus the Montreal Canadiens. And there this no, that's the hockey team. Wait, no, those are two different sports. That's completely two different <laughs> I, sports. I just totally just had a mope, fucking brain fart. I'm actually
1: glad I didn't make that mistake, because... Um, it's
0: embarrassing and now you feel stupid and kind of want to just turn no, off your microphone? No, it's
1: because the Rangers just got done beating the Canadians in, you know, the, the Eastern Cup final for, for uh, hockey. So, I've been so, every time I... I actually kind of have to stop myself when I say Montreal and realize which team I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, and congrats to
0: your boys for, for taking the East. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, and that's why I will not be watching Friendlies tonight, because uh, the Stanley Cup final starts this week, and Ranger versus L.A. should be entertaining. Hopefully the Rangers win the Stanley Cup. But that's neither here nor here. Uh, here, It's not Stanley. anywhere, there in fact. Go. It's not until it's like, not uh, anywhere. Couple, it's like an hour or
0: two, two hours from now.
1: Uh, I believe eight o'clock is when that, that the pump yeah, drops. So. Um, so we shall see. Um, but you know, so it, we kind of, we've got a little bit of a tough road in CONCACAF champions league. Um, because I believe they're in group stages, the United States and Mexican clubs don't face each other and you don't face, um, other MLS sides, unless you're facing the Canadian side. Um, and we're going to have to face the Canadian MLS team. Um, Part of me really wants Montreal to win that game (laughs) because I think we have a better chance against Montreal than we do Toronto, especially when Toronto is full forced um, whenever we meet back again. (coughs) I forget when... um, I forget when we actually start the CONCACAF, uh, the actual group stages. I believe they start... Late summer? I could be wrong in that. Could be wrong. Um,
0: It's late summer, yeah.
1: But, uh, we'll know June 4th. uh, Tomorrow. Tomorrow, actually. When you folks are listening to this,
0: really quick, hop on Twitter, see what the hell happened.
1: Yeah, we'll know tomorrow if it's going to be Montreal or Toronto in uh, the Red Bulls group stage. Um... So, since we last had a podcast, last week, uh... The Red Bulls played on Tuesday night, so it was kind of pointless to try to record a podcast and then have me editing until, um, with what little editing I do even, um, until kickoff and trying to post and just have everything going up during a Red Bulls game. um, It was kind of pointless. Uh, And then Thursday, didn't quite feel up to snuff to record a show. So a lot's actually happened since we had an episode. Um, We lost to Portland. Did we talk about the Portland loss? No. No, we didn't. Um, Yeah, we lost to Portland. Portland, uh, I don't know if I want to say, outplayed us. I think there was moments where, where Red Bull really outplayed them, but there was... Problems, I, there's, there, I have a big problem with Pecky's substitution model for the most part, especially up through the Portland game. Um, while we were sitting in the arena watching the game, I mean, it, it got to be – I like to see if your, your first sub kind of come on at the hour mark, like 60 minutes into the game. Bring out that first sub, get somebody off the field, bring in somebody who's going to bring a change of the pace and can you know be out there for like a half hour. So they have opportunities to touch the ball. Pecky has really struggled with making that sub early. He tends to make the sub closer to the 75th minute, which leads the player 15 minutes to try to make an impact. Uh, he did it again that week. It was a tied game. Uh, and, uh, you know, we had seen Ruben Bouver get warmed up. He took off the training shorts. He's getting ready to go into the game. And Portland, sure enough, scores right before he comes in. And then you're bringing him in, and I think it was another five five to seven minutes before he even got his first touch on the ball. So now you've got a player who's got less than ten minutes to try to make an impact into a game, which I'm not saying can't happen, that a player can come in. But I think you really limit your chances of, of changing a game's mentality if you're waiting to the 75th minute to actually... Um, bring in your substitutions and I wasn't the only one who felt that way I was talking with a couple other guys in the stadium at the time and we all kind of concurred in that that you know Pecky made a big mistake there um that and Alexander at that point had really struggled in that game there was a couple times where he had open looks and didn't shoot right away um was trying to, you know, move the ball around a little bit more, find another pass, instead of, you know, just taking where he had open space, taking the shot. And he leaves him in and pulls Johnny Steele. There's just weird things about some of his substitutions and stuff that, I don't know, it it bugs me when he's he's looking at certain players and who he thinks is doing all right. But the the big thing is the timing of substitutions. You've got to get subs out there, especially... Um, If a game's tight or something, you want to see guys come in and maybe break the deadlock, and, and Pecky seems to have trouble with that. Now, against Kansas City, he had made some tactical adjustments to start the game. Ruben Beauvert actually started that game, and he made his sub earlier. I think he made his sub around the 60th minute. But I believe in that game, if I, I have to look up the stats, but I think he subbed Beauvoir out. Which means he probably doesn't trust Beauverre to go, you know, a long amount of time. Yeah, Beauverre
0: was uh, subbed out at fifty-seven.
1: Yeah, and, and I don't think that's because Beauverre was playing poorly in that game. I think it's that Pecky doesn't trust his fitness levels. So, I don't know. It's I'm not sure on that sub being made at the uh, you know at the fifty the fifty seventh minute. If that's a true indication that Pecky goes, oh, well, we need to change up game plan early on. Um, The one thing that Red Bull does need to do, and I, I say this week in, week out, this is a coaching issue. They need to show up early in games. The coaching staff needs to have them awake when they take the pitch. Because they have a really terrible habit of giving up a goal and then playing, you know, going after the game. Like, you know, that's when they wake up and start attacking it. And they did it against Kansas City, gave up a goal. I mean, they were – the first 15 minutes of the game, it was constant pressure on the back line and Robles. And they gave up a goal. I think it was 8 minutes in, 10 minutes in. 10 minutes maybe, 10, 12? I'm not sure. And, you know, then you're just playing from behind again. And and luckily, Kansas City at one point's entire back line fell asleep from – you know, not realizing that Terry Henry had slipped back into the midfield, picked up a ball from the defenders, and was looking up and caught the entire backline sleeping on a Bradley Wright Phillips run, and just dropped it in front of him. And by the time you know the Phillips caught to the ball, it was too late. The backline had already fallen asleep. He was onside. It was simple enough for him to go one on one with the goalkeeper. But you should never get to the point where you're not awake in a game until the other team scores on you. I just that does that does not bode well you're not going to win a lot of games that way uh you know you've you've got to be ready to it's been a constant problem with this team so far this season is they have not played uh i think they may have had one game where they played a complete like 90 minute game where you know for 90 minutes you weren't really afraid i think one game this season they've had that complete 90 minute game otherwise there's been segments um You know, usually to start a half, usually the first half or the second half, where they have completely fallen asleep. And that is a big, big problem that needs to get corrected if they want to have any chance at doing anything this season. So, you know, I'll take the 1-1 draw in Kansas City, but they need to start figuring out ways to make sure those one-point games become three-point games.
0: And I don't know. I don't know. Reasonable. How are you feeling after, you know, the kind of shaky start to the season that you had? Well,
1: you know, and somebody pointed this out, there's only been three wins in 14 games. That's, that's, you know, it's not just a shaky start. It's a shaky season Uh, so For the sake
0: of my sanity and hope and joy, let's call it a shaky start. Okay. (laughs) Um...
1: (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I, there was a point where it started looking up, you know, after that, sh- after winning Philly and stuff. And, but so far, I mean, we've got a tough game this week upcoming. I mean, we'll talk about it later. But, I mean, that's not an easy task. And, uh, you know... Uh, They've got to figure out ways to get points. And I don't know if it's Pecky figuring out different things that they can do tactically, which is not, in my opinion, his strong suit, but he hasn't even been strong in what I do think his strong suit was. I've always thought Pecky is a better motivational coach, and I don't think that that's entirely been there this season either. He's not a strong tactical coach, and he's not a strong, you know, like uh, making – like he's not strong with some of his personnel lineups but he's always been able to motivate the guys it seems like and and he hasn't been able to do that this season so I don't know I'm not feeling entirely confident this season i think I think we'll be able to make it to the playoffs. I think we'll be able to get in. We'll go on a run. Other teams are going to fall apart. It, it happens every MLS season, and we're sitting right in that middle road, and I think we'll be able to take advantage of that, and I think we'll be able to make it to the playoffs. But right now, are we going to be able to defend our shield? Absolutely not, I don't think. I mean, right now we're sitting in seventh place uh, with 14 games played. We have we have the second most games played. Um out of the league, and the only other two teams that are ahead of us are you guys in Houston Dynamo. Um,
0: Fine yeah, company sitting, to be in, my friend. I
1: guess <laughs> um, the the other team that's tied with us for games played is is Kansas City, and they're you know I mean we're I don't know we're sitting on 15 points out of 14 games. I mean you're averaging, you know, just over. Um, you know, one point per game. I mean, we're, we're 1.23. It's, it's not, or no, we're not even that. I'm sorry. I'm looking at somebody else's, uh, we're 1.07. We are just over one point per game. That needs to increase quite a bit to make it. Do I think we can? Absolutely. I, I don't know if Houston Dynamo holds onto their form. Um, they can be a little shaky when they want to be, um, New England Revolution. We'll see if they're for, for real this season. I mean, so far they've played like that. And when you build up this kind of lead, sometimes it's hard to fall off. Uh, Sporting Kansas City could go either way, depending on how their season goes um, in the next couple of weeks, especially with missing some of their key players uh, doing World Cup duty. But it's going to be a struggle. And, I mean, they're going to have to – I think Toronto – I think Toronto is probably a legit team. I, I, I know they're sitting in fourth place, but they've also played the least amount of games out of anybody right now, or fifth place played the least amount of games and are still, you know, basically, in if, if you were to do it by points per game, it's, it's third place, but um, I think they win more of those games that they have to make up than, you know, most other teams. So it's, it's going to be tough. I think we squeak into the playoffs and we're going to have to make a run there. Uh, i do not think we're going to be defending our shield. That's for sure. Um, which most people said to start off this season. I am impressed, however, with Bradley Wright Phillips. I mean, if there's been a bright point to the season, it's been his performance. Each season we kind of go through this though, where everybody goes, "Well, where are we going to get goals from?" We just got rid of our top goal scorer because the top, past three years we've gotten rid of top goal scorers. We've gotten rid of Kenny Cooper two years ago. Um, Last year, uh, uh, Fabian might not have been the top goal scorer on the team, but he was very close to it. And everybody wonders how we're going to replace those goals. Well, if you realize where those goals are being generated, it's not that hard to realize who's going to replace them. You find a striker who works where, well, Terry Henry. Terry Henry feeds them the ball a lot. And Bradley Wright Phillips has been that type of guy. I mean, he's leading the Golden Boot Race right now. So, I mean, part of it's. On re being better with service, but it's uh, you know it's it's still you know you have to have a striker who can finish the ball. So other than that, our back line is absolutely like that's that's if we don't make the playoffs this year, it's going to be because of back line woes. It's going to be because they they let quality players leave the back line and didn't replace them with players that were as good. Um, though this rookie Duval looks like he might be a replacement for right back his past two games that he's had I've, I've been impressed his shape gets a little out of out of whack in games from what I, I, especially watching him live at Red Bull Arena when we we're playing that Portland game there was times where he was out of position. His recovery speed is really good though and what he brings to the counterattack is similar to what Roy Miller brings to the left side. And I think once the World Cup's over, or I should say Costa Rica's out of the World Cup, um, and Roy Miller's back, in a, I think the right and left side if we keep Duvall in that position and he grows into it a little bit more. I think the attack from the, the, the back's position is going to be, on the wings, is going to be really incredible. The, the only thing they're going to have to watch is to make sure that not... Both of them are getting up into the attack at the same time, leaving you with only two center backs to deal with whatever comes back, unless you're having like somebody like Dax drop back. but I mean, there's a couple of bright spots, but for the most part, this season has not been up to snuff, especially considering you you won the supporter shield last year. Not up to snuff. Maybe the, the team should have done more in the offseason to bring some quality players in. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I'm not too hopeful either way, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, well, they're going to bring in a third DP. They're probably looking at a striker right now because this might be Terry Henry's last, most likely is Terry Henry's last season, let's be honest. Um, so, you know, bringing in a DP striker, but it, if history is any indication DP signed in the summer in the July or, you know, in, in July or August, tend not to make huge impacts the year that they're signed. You don't see their impact till they've had a full, you know, off-season training program to run with. Tim Cahill uh, uh, was the same way. He came in mid-summer, didn't make his impact till the next year, and, you know, he made his impact. But, so I don't know. I don't know what I see for the rest of the season. It, it's all right, but it's not what it should be. That's my analysis.
0: Fair yeah. enough. How about you? Okay, really quick, let's talk about the LA trip. Okay. Last week, well, two weeks back, rather, uh, we played Galaxy. Mm hmm. There were two big developments in that game that I think should be pointed out. Number one, Donovan isn't going to Brazil. And this makes me happy, personally. I mean, it's just personal nothing business about it the second thing was this mm-hmm. my foot left the ground
1: oh oh on the bandwagon yep. train or on the fire on the fire hackway yeah. train i should say you've jumped on you've jumped on the train yeah finally okay
0: i got committed it took me a
1: long this is how long it's been since we had a show i forgot that we had made that reference too well in the last episode
0: okay uh, you know it was LA's 20 attempts on goal against our 12 nine shots on target for them three for us off target seven for them six for us uh, LA is not phenomenal right now which brings us to this past week against Chivas Yes, the GOATs, where, out of nowhere, surprise, surprise, puppy, surprise, 3-0 Union. Mm -hmm. Connor Casey proving that the bald bastard is good.
1: Come on, he scored on a penalty. Uh, Did
0: you see the second goal?
1: Wait, you mean the one where the the offside flag should have been called? For a silly player standing in front of a goalkeeper so he couldn't make a play on I the ball? I think that, that's the third one you're talking about. Or is that the third the, one that the Yeah, third that was winger
0: standing in front of the goalie. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm
0: no, sorry. no, that's fine. So you missed Magic Missile.
1: I must have missed the Magic Missile.
0: Oh! No, dude, no, no. Come on. It's I've, the most I've, I've, beautiful yet hilarious thing I'd seen in a long, long time. And it was just a perfect play where, uh, Mediana just makes this. I'm, I'm still not sure if it was a terrible shot or a remarkable pass. And it just connects perfectly with Casey, who's gone horizontal. And, oh, it was beautiful.
1: Hold on, I'm pulling. I did. I'll keep talking. keep talking
0: then. Okay. But here's the thing for as great as, as that game was to watch, and as much fun as I had watching that game, uh, Chivas is the Montreal of the West Coast right now. Like a damn near carbon copy of it. We can't beat our own Montreal. Winning 3 0 changes nothing for me. I mean, it's good. I hope they get the morale boost. I hope, you know, this trend continues as we're heading into the, uh, you know, (laughs) into the break when we are notorious for deciding to just throw up our hands and go, well, that was fun. What's next folks? Ah, relaxing. Excellent. See, see, Uh, no, we can't, we can't, this. (sighs) God damn it. We have to fire the guy. (laughs) I don't want to, I don't, I, I hate to be jumping on this bandwagon. And I know everyone's like, Oh, finally. Or, you know, the fact that it is a bandwagon, but Galaxy just tore me up, man. Galaxy did it for me, and, yeah, it was gr- Hey, hooray, we got three points against Chivas in every conceivable way possible, but it's Chivas. It's fucking Chivas. Mm-hmm. The GOATs are t- not good.
1: And let's be honest, this season kind of mailing it in. I mean, everybody knows this team's going to be rebranded next year. It's It's going to be sold to somebody else who's, you know, it's the league selling this team because, you know, they had reclaimed it from the previous owner. It's just, it's a mess right now. And, yeah, I I can understand why winning against Chivas just kind of seems, I don't want to say hollow, but uh, it doesn't have, I don't know.
0: You're pushing a kid down the stairs at this point. You're pushing a toddler down the stairs. That's what the game was and I, I wish I wish I wish for a dish of fish that it was different but it wasn't at least you beat Chivas yeah yeah but then again you know what the fact that I'm semi surprised by it <laughs> that that bodes so poorly oh god nah no and dude did you watch the goal I did. Your thoughts?
1: Um, I hate Connor Casey. (laughs) I hate watching his fat, bald head score goals. I don't know. I just can't watch Connor Casey. I I understand why it would be an amazing goal if you're a Philly fan. Like, it's a a great play. I actually think it was more of a cross. I think it's a mishit – or I I don't think it's a cross. I think it's a mishit shot that just happens to be curling around. And the cheapest player – I don't know what the guy marking Connor Casey's doing. doing because he clearly has – the inside and kind of halfway. If he had stumbled.
0: <laughs> if he had tripped.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what he's. Because he goes to like. It's like he gets indecisive in how he wants to stop that ball, and when he doesn't make up his mind. Hackworth, you want to keep your, your job? Already...
0: Here's an idea. Put shiny pennies down. Just to distract people. Can they catch the light? They instantaneously fall over, or they don't know what to do anymore. That's how we're going to win this, boy. That's how we can do this!
1: I guess. <laughs> I've got nothing. I don't Dude, know. Dude, I'm... Hey,
0: you know what? If there is a straw, I will fucking grasp for it. Because No, well, the reason I asked you about, you know, where mm-hmm. you see the season going is we're just about midway. You know, we're... Just about. We're, we're very close to midway, and... Oh, pardon me. Mr. Hackworth is calling. Go to hell! (laughs) And
1: that is what you would tell Mr. Hackworth if you... Oh, no, no, no! I'd
0: share that shiny coin slash... Even just washers or... Like those, um... Like magnets. Something. I don't know how magnets work, but... I think they're shiny enough that that could happen. But no, I mean... Looking at it, it's just been... A humiliation conga line of a season it just keeps going you know and at this point as much as I hate to say it the Seattle match was a beautiful fluke oh wait do I you, I, I didn't have the right team am I, am I just skitzing out right now no did you win against I, Seattle I, I believe we did There's only been three wins, so... No, no, I'm wrong. Seattle beat us by one. They beat us 2-1. That's right. It was somebody else. It was somebody else who, you know, we shouldn't have won against, but did. And... I know it was a road match. Uh, But no, anyway, getting back to the topic at hand. Look, it's just... At this point, I don't see a happy ending here. I really don't. And that... Is beyond troublesome because I I don't I don't see any way they're going to turn this thing around of their own volition, you okay. know. And there's been moments of, of beauty and moments of greatness and stuff that has you know gotten me to go. We are a phenomenal team. The Union is a great team. You know they have the talent, they have the drive, they have the ability. It would be nice if they had two of those things at the same time. Because then I think, you know, they might win more games. But, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Always nice. I'm not saying that we could still scrape into the playoffs, but... Skin of our ass at this point.
1: It's going to be tight. I mean, if, if you guys make the playoffs, we're not making the playoffs, I can tell you that much. Like, it's going to take a miracle for both these teams to make the playoffs. A miracle at this point. I mean, it's going to take a hell of a summer, a really solid ball, but for the most part, I think it's one or the other at this point, seeing where they are with points and seeing who's ahead Which of them. Which means
0: that towards the end of June, when we finally meet up again, Mr. Hotelling, boxing gloves at dawn. That's so just. Who wakes up at dawn? For boxing Fair gloves. Fair enough. Boxing gloves, slightly around, let's say, 10 ish. Cool.
1: Okay. okay.
0: Uh, yeah, excellent. That. So. <laughs> so. Who do you have this weekend? This weekend, we have Everything Just Died. Hold on. And Everything Just Died. Everything is dead, and it's kind of sad we've got vancouver and they are coming here
1: and do we have a prediction
0: misery and regret
1: misery and regret by which i mean
0: 2-1 them mm. interesting interesting do you have a counter proposal <laughs> i i don't know
1: i i think I think that game's going to go a little bit better than you think it is. I, but it could go bad. Well, right now,
0: Vancouver is fourth in the West. Yeah. Five wins, two losses, five ties. Uh, the Union, uh, uh, on the other hand. We've gone over it. 3-7-5. it's is fucking one in five. I just, no, dude. uh. Alright,
1: alright. We've got to play New England. In New England. Which means no Terry Henry. Means no Alave Because of turf. Roy Miller will still be at the World Cup, or well, he'll be going down to the World Cup. Tim Cahill will be going down to the World Cup. And just announced this week, or today actually, Dex McCarty is out for the next couple of weeks with a knee injury. We are going in limping against one of the best teams in the East right now. In their home stadium. I'm going to call it like I called... The Kansas City game when I texted you.
0: Breach Hall, all, all died. Look, I even had it underlined.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to call it 2-1. New England. I don't see us walking away with points. I don't. I hate that stadium. We do not win up there. I think a lot of this is going to be getting some younger guys, maybe some minutes. Um, just kind of getting them some experience out there. I don't know what else you can do with it it's it's gonna be brutal it, it's not a fun week it's not a fun game to predict I mean I hope I'm wrong I hope the guys show a little bit of fight and gumption and maybe walk away with three points be awesome I just don't think it's gonna happen I think it's just gonna be it's gonna be ugly I think you're gonna see it I don't know it's just uh, yeah that's all I can say about it that's all I can think about it I think our back line is going to be exposed. Could be wrong, but who knows? Who knows? That's all I. Yeah, I wish I could say more. It's It's been a depressing week for me, but thinking about the Red Bulls, because it's. Now, it's hang, not on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Noah? What? Noah? Mm. You
0: had your birthday. You got to see the men's national team.
1: Yeah, what did that have anything to do with... Uh, what did I, I said it's been a depressing week thinking about I the I started records.
0: this joke before you said that part.
1: No. No, no. Well, if you were thinking about that joke before I said that part, that's not my fault.
0: I just always assume your life is full of blandness and misery like mine. No. I assume everyone's is. That's that's not how reality works? No, not usually. Well, the hell with you and all your friends. Show over. Go home. <laughs> right. With that, it's been uh, Yeah, we
1: are predicting Utter failure this week Utter failure as a prediction So, with that I've been your host, No Uh Listening to The
0: Cure, Sean McGovern This has been Red and Blue Hate Yellow Thanks for listening, people of Earth And namaste, Good night. Visions